Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. All right, real quick before we get into our next topic, I do want to defend producer Chris Tubbs for just a second. Because the producers and the call screeners, they are the ones that get railed on, hammered, all that stuff in commercial breaks. Uh... A woman called in was really upset with him because she felt they came across that he was making light of COVID or the pandemic and and he he's not doing any of that. That 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 has that has never been a thing that he's done. I would never do that on this show. Um I've lost family members of COVID, so COVID is a big deal. COVID was not a hoax. We we you're preaching to the choir with that particular message. Um did I educate him on the fact that the the tests expire? Yes, he never disputed it. He never. Oh, he 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 was enlightened. But when you say to him that he needs to get educated or he needs to, do, there there's a lot of things that we go through on a day to day. Like there's a lot of stuff that hits the cutting room floor that don't even make this show. We read a lot, okay, on this show, mm-hmm. okay, all right. Um, and I would just say simply to her. If you think that we feel like COVID isn't a thing and exists anymore or it it wasn't maybe as big, if you go back and you just listen to Peter Hotez, one of the top COVID, one of the top vaccine people in the world, joined our show last week, there was a reason why we had him on. So that's all that I can tell you. Yeah, I, I mean – and and yeah, I, I got I got reeled on pretty good because when I pick up the phone and you're like, yeah, let me educate you on something. You pick up a newspaper. I mean, is that how, is that how you start a conversation with somebody? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let me educate because you're messing around with it. Here's the thing: I genuinely, not a bit, did not know that they expired. Yeah. We've got several kits at home. Hell, they might all be expired. But I told you on air they did, and you, yes. and you, and you, and you were like, oh, I didn't and know that. And I'm like, that. yeah, okay, okay, you know, and yes, the new. And, and I got new ones last week. They're giving out more of COVID test kits. Yeah, and maybe they don't pick up the new strain. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, to sit here and say that I need to pick up a newspaper or I need to read or I need to educate myself. I mean, come on, you know, when, when you when I pick up the phone and you're like, let me educate you on something. 
you're messing around he's with not, this. He's not trying to be offensive to to no. to you and to, to to the pandemic or any of that. So so please don't call in Chill. and just start just start railing in on Chris with with you know. There's a better way to go. My by feelings it. are very hurt. Okay, I moved on. <laughs> All right, yeah. l- let's move on to another topic and, and let's talk about. This is a reason to rail. I, I, I got a. I I tweeted about it on Saturday night because I could see it coming. And there's been so much conversation about it leading up to it. But I just think that it's unacceptable with college football that you have Florida State, an established program that's been good for a long time. Yeah, they had a dip for years after Bobby Bowden stepped away. Jimbo Fisher was good, but then after Jimbo left, they had a few bad years. But Florida State is one of the top football programs that's that's been around in the history of college football. For them to be disrespected in the manner in which they were disrespected on Sunday, I, I, I just think it's a bad look for college athletics. I really do. I, I think it's a bad look. So the situation was, as everything was transpiring on Saturday with the, the conference um, championships, Florida State ended up beating Louisville and we know that they are starting quarterback, okay, uh, out for the season due to a leg injury. The backup quarterback was going through concussion protocol, so even the backup didn't play. Mm-hmm. They won the ACC championship with their third-string quarterback in one of the best defenses in all of America. They finished the season undefeated. Undefeated. And you can sit there and you can say, well, well, you know, they didn't have as tough a schedule as some other teams. Okay, that's fine. They went undefeated and they're in a Power 5 conference. And never in the history had a Power 5 team that went undefeated not been a part of the BCS or the college football playoff. And I think that Florida State should have been, um, they should have been part of the playoff. The way that I had it going into Sunday was it'd be Michigan, Washington, uh, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and then Texas. Mm-hmm. But you well, see what's missing out of there? Florida, Florida State got screwed, and the only reason why they got screwed is because people said that the SEC had to be represented, and it was going to boil down to Georgia or Alabama, which is – I think that's very unfortunate, and I think it's unacceptable. I really do. Like, I, I think it's it, it's a bad look for college athletics. You can't do more than Florida State did. Nope. And you say, hey, guess what? You can you can do everything. You can win your conference championship. You can be undefeated, and that is still not good enough because you're losing your top two quarterbacks. So, therefore, it's going to turn into one of these TCU, Cincinnati, you're going to get railroaded in primetime, and we and don't want to see people that. People use TCU to work against Florida State this year. Yes. Who, who, by the way, who did TCU beat in last year in the semifinals? They beat Michigan. Yeah. I don't get how people out there – is there anybody out there listening right now that can give me one – give me the reason why Florida State shouldn't be in. 651-461-9226. I would love to hear it. Give me the reason why Florida State should not be a part of the college football playoff. 
651-461-9226. Because it's That's not, the city's I, one plumbing I, talk I, 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 The only consideration I can think of, and again, I don't agree with it. Florida State should be there, but the SEC, in their mind, has to be represented, which to me is, is not, I don't know, because it's the SEC. It's the... It's the strongest conference in college football. It's I will, the best conference in college football. It, it was it a little bit down this year, it, though. It, it is. And therefore, the perception is any SEC team, there always needs to be one that's going to be represented. You know, Florida State, the only thing that I can think of is that it's not going to be a competitive game when you don't have your top two quarterbacks. That's the only reason that I can think of. And you don't know without the top quarterback. The, the, the other one was in concussion protocol. So he, he was should. on the fence. He, he, he has plenty of time to recover. But, I, I, but this, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to sit here and, and figure out why. But this I, I don't is the know. thing that I don't understand, and this is the thing that I don't get. How can we make a case? We, we talk about empowering young people, right? We want young people to be the best that they can be. How in the world can we send those messages? And we talk about kids busting their busting their tails and give their all for college and university. And then at the end of the day, we screw them? I don't get what message are we sending? This is why the final four concept was never going to work. This there's always going to be that fifth or sixth uh team that is going to say, okay, we have a legitimate shot, and now you're going to expand it. That's great. The bottom of the you know, 10, 11, 12 likely have no shot, but you needed to expand the field, so this is not going to be a talking point. But hold on. This is on the 6-1-2. It yeah. says there was five good teams. They were fifth of the final five. Someone needed to be out, and it was them. I don't like it, but how do we know that? How do we, how do we know that they're the fifth of the of the – of of the uh, of the teams, you don't know that until they get out there and they play. Yeah, well, we we don't. But I think they're leaning towards this not being competitive. So why don't we put Bama in there? And therefore, a one loss Bama team is going to be able to beat whoever they play. This is ultimately the problem that I have. The final four teams should be determined not just on conference championships. It shouldn't be just based on the final two weeks of the season. It should be based on the entirety of the season. That's what it should be about. They did everything from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And by the way, for people, well, who they play? They beat LSU. And LSU, LSU is about to have the Heisman Trophy winner. But do, do you feel, though, that this whole college football playoff it's kind of becoming what March Madness is in terms of Selection Sunday. That it's not necessarily what you've done this year. There's also brand recognition. There's you know Bama gets more leeway even if they have a sub Alabama year. We get that. And, and to me, that's that's just. Well, I mean, Georgia only lost one game. Yeah, I think Georgia's lost like one game in the last three years. And guess what? That one loss cost them a chance here. So it absolutely stinks, but I don't. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. You know, there. You know, five conference, five power fives, and you got four teams that are going to make it. I mean, the math doesn't. The math does not even line up. And I mean, with the Pac-12, 
now dissolving and all of that kind of coming into the Big Ten, I don't know if this will make it easier or harder going into the future, but this it's a bad look. We've we've overcomplicated this. It's this simple. Absolutely we have. We, we've overcomplicated we it. We do. It's this simple. Florida State won all their games. There was not a blemish on their record. They should be in. It's that simple. It's that simple. And Texas should be in over Alabama. You know what? Because they beat Alabama in Alabama in Tuscaloosa yes. by yes. 10. It's yes. as simple as that. Like, I, I think that I think that we want to make this more complex and complicated complicated it's not it's really not it, it what it boils down to is the networks and the ncaa wanted bama more that's what it boiled down to oh and, you, you don't you don't think nick saban's got that listen, on speed dial right now listen, oh yeah sc secrets the the the, the 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 networks have say in this too i mean when you talk about espn which network does more for them the sec network or the acc you tell me. At the end of the day, it's still screwing over kids, and that's the thing that, that bothers me so much. Oh, oh. You, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. It's it is it, it's it's the cost of doing business. It, it's almost like we say that consistently with almost anything. And no, Texas but should it's not. True. Texas should not have gotten in over Florida State. Someone was asking that question. No, I, no, no. And there, I know it's going to be expanded next year. We totally get that, which would be a good thing. And I like that they're expanding it, right? Because we'll have the twelve team deal, right? Is it twelve team next year or is it eight? Eight. Yeah, that ain't that I don't know. I'm gonna. I gotta I'm look. Gonna, I gotta educate myself. Okay. Yeah, make sure you educate yourself. <laughs> Read it. Don't don't just say it. Like you got to be serious about this. Is it eight or is it twelve? It's all expanding I, to twelve. All I know is that it's divided by four. And that's all I need to know. <laughs> but <laughs> now, I mean, we're talking about. The fifth, six, seven teams, I, I feel like you could even go to eight. Like, 12 is okay because you get, you know, buys and everything. Well, no, no, at 12, I think 12 is a perfect number. You think 12 reason, is a good number? Yeah, and, okay. and, and, and they're expanding to 12. I, I think that 12 is a perfect number. You know why? Because there's no complaining mm-hmm. after that. Like, like if you're like, well, we were the 13th best. No, then, no, you can't complain. But that's 13th. what I said. But, but with the no, eighth. You can't complain. You at could, twelve, you can't complain. You can't really complain at eight. I know, but there's more money to be made at twelve, and that's the thing. I, and here's what what I I hate about the NCAA when they talk. Well, well, we can't expand it because these kids have school and they've got all these classes. Oh, give me a friggin' break! You don't care one iota about the 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 academics when it comes to college football. If you can have March Madness that encapsulates literally an entire month. You mean to tell me you won't expand college football for an extra couple of weeks? Yeah. Because of studies? I mean, who was it? Cardell Jones that said to Ohio State, I didn't come here to play school? I mean, and Cardell Jones was the third string quarterback that year when they won the national championship. Yeah. Third string. Third string. It was JT Barrett, it was Braxton Miller, and then it was Cardell Jones, and they won the chip. Yeah. Like, so, 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 so come on. Now. What does that tell you? Come on now. What are we doing? All right, 651-461-9226. I love a phone call on this topic. Tell me why Florida State get, didn't get screwed over. I'm dead serious. Is there anybody out there with a straight face that can tell me why? We'll take your phone call next year on The Lake Show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, P.J. Fleck. P.J. Fleck, he, he has to get to work, man. P.J. Fleck needs to strike gold in the transfer portal. There, there's no doubt about it in my mind. P.J. Fleck needs to strike gold. In this year's transfer portal. And I say that because I think for the first time, P.J. Fleck is starting to feel the heat. He's starting to to feel the pressure of, you know what, I've been here for quite some time here in Minnesota. Although it feels like just yesterday he showed up, rode the boat and all that stuff, whatever. But he's, you know, he's he's been the coach here now for what, seven years? And people want to see him go to another level. And They've actually, they took some steps back this year, okay? So with that being said, and knowing that it was a bad year for Gopher football, he has to bounce back. And it starts with getting some good recruits in the transfer portal. And he needs to do that. And I think that there was something that Chris brought up to me off air earlier today uh, that's spot on, is that, you know, we always talk about National Signing Day, but this is like a new additional signing day in terms of like when the portal opens up, that's when you get an opportunity with experienced individuals, not not high school kids, but experienced folks where you're like, you know what, we're going to take advantage of this. This person wants to move on to a new destination. Hey, we're the shiny toy over here that you need to go ahead and buy or or be a part of what we're developing here and what we're doing. And so, yeah, he needs to take advantage of the transfer portal. The reason why I bring up the transfer portal is because one of the big-time names in college football who started off hot and totally fizzled out was Deion Sanders. Everybody knows that he was – I think he actually was the – they had him listed as the Sportsman of the Year. Yes, yeah, he's the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. All right, so so he's the Sportsman of the Year. People are, are ranting and raving about – about Dion and Dion, he what he did at uh, Colorado this year was entertaining. Let, let's just not like you don't have to be in love with Dion. Um, you can hate Dion, but you can admit he was entertaining this year. Like the sound bites, 
the atmosphere around Colorado football. Coach Prime. I yeah, mean, it, it's, yeah, well, the, yes. the sunglasses. I mean, everything. It was you know the kids with the with the Rollies and stuff. I like it was it was funny. Like it was it was entertaining. But I bring up Coach Prime because there were things that he lacked, and there were things that he learned this year. He took his lumps in the second half of the season. He was asked about you know how things kind of shook out shook out in the second half of the season. Um, he didn't achieve because he's a winner and stuff like that, whatever. But he says it's portal day, and they're going to get some stuff done. This is him on the Dan Lebetard show. No, it was tough. The reason it was tough because I'm a darn winner. I'm a winner. So that's tough with, with losing games, not only losing games. We got our butts kicked twice. Now, the rest of the games, we were in it within six, six to seven to eight points a victory that we were right there. You talk about a team that won one game prior that was in it for 10 games that could have possibly won, but we didn't know how to win. We didn't have those eight to 10 players that we need to get us over the hump. But guess what today is? It's portal day. <laughs> he loves it. It's portal day. That's why I am in the portal. In the portal. I am in the portal. Like, like I'm not hard to find. You know I'm not hard to find. Guess what I'm finding? Lineman, man, guys, watch this play. What did you say, man? They had some linemen. Those guys will be right there. Guess what today is? Portal day, and I'm gonna get those things you said I need. Hey, Dion, man, swag alert, because that's the type of energy PJ needs right now. The way that Dion, because Dion, he is a winner. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, cornerback we've ever seen play football. Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders is the man. One of the great athletes we've ever seen. I mean, the guy's playing Major League Baseball and football in the same day. Seriously. Unbelievable. But he hates losing, right? His son is a a really good uh, quarterback. Everybody knew that that was the thing that set them back was their offensive lineman. They didn't have big offensive linemen because he brought – you know, so many players from like Jackson State, right? Yeah, and Jack- Jackson State's different, different beast than it's, the, it's the a club, totally different yeah. beast. So he said, I'm getting linemen in the port. PJ, same energy, bro. Take some hints from Dion. Take some hints from Dion. He's giving you the script. Now, I'm not, not you, not, you're not going to have the same energy in terms of like, like oh not not same energy but you mean same row, personality. You mean row the boat won't uh, no it, won't get it's it not done? the same personality but 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 no but PJ's a talker though no I I know yeah, but PJ's I mean, a talker yeah but he's got to he's got to get it done man he's got to get it done transfer portal is here take advantage of it yeah you yeah you gotta it's out there and you should be able to I mean you should be able to recruit people to Minnesota but as we know it's it's a lot easier said than done did you see some of the names. Um, of the quarterbacks that were in the portal. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you, you've got big time names that are just floating around, and, and now it's just—it's unbelievable. It, it really is. It's 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 like free agency for college football, is what it is. Yeah. So 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 you've got you've got um, who did you have? Oh my gosh, I'm getting all these damn pop ups on my computer. Um, Dequan Finn, he's the uh, the kid from uh, Toledo. Dylan Gabriel, 
Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma is in the portal. I had a friend of mine that says he was going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. He had a hell of a year at Oklahoma. Oklahoma just didn't win enough. Will Howard from K-State. Riley yeah. Leonard from Duke. Uh, <laughs> Kyle McCord from Ohio State. And, th- and that's one thing. Like uh, You got you know Ryan Day right now is looking for a quarterback because you're transferring away from... Ogalele, the from, kid from Oregon State who was at Clemson. Yeah. It's... You think about it now, you've got, like, these sites have the free agency tracker and whatnot. It's like, you've got the portal tracker now. It's insane. Like, th- this, to me, it's like the new version of National Signing Day. I, I feel yeah, because there's is. all of it. Okay, well, who are we going to get? Yep, yep. All right, coming up next, who are we going to get on the show? Chris Hine. He covers the Timberwolves for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. We talk T-Wolves basketball. The best team in the West next on The Lake Show. Holiday season, a little Mariah Carey and a little Chris Hine talking some Timberwolves basketball for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. He joins us here on the John Chichicola Banker Hotline. Happy holidays, Chris. Happy holidays, H. Lake. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, I guess I'll start with how surprised are you that the Minnesota Timberwolves are the best team in the West with a record of 15-4? <laughs> um. Very surprised that they're the best team in the West. Um, I thought they would be better than last year for sure. Um, I didn't think they would be best in the West kind of good. I'll say that. Um, But I think this is kind of what they envisioned when they made the trade for Rudy Gobert, you know, that it was going to take a minute to, to maybe get everything together, but that they could be, you know, an elite defensive team with some of the personnel that they have. And, you know, they've got Anthony Edwards. They've got Carl Anthony Towns. They have enough offense to be to be really good. Um, I don't think, again, I don't think we saw it maybe coming together quite this well this season, especially because last season was so bumpy uh, pretty much all throughout the season. But, you know, the big difference of having an off season, having a good training camp, that they didn't really have last year because they were missing a lot of guys in training camp. And before you know it, uh, here they are just going out and, and winning games in, in a lot of different ways, beating good teams too, um, you know, beating teams that they should, and winning close games too. They're seven and one in, in clutch uh, games that get into clutch situations. So, you know, they're they're doing it a lot of different ways, and and you know, I. I, I I, I'm 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 a little stunned at it, kind of <laughs> how good they've started the year for sure. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. I, I'm surprised by it too. Um, did I think they'd be better? Yes. Uh, did I think that they would have the the chemistry in gel to the degree that they have? Uh, no. And I didn't foresee that that Rudy Gobert was going to play this well, right? Like he's he's he looks like Rudy Gobert again after last year. It just didn't look like it looked like I'm gonna say he was washed, but it just didn't. He didn't look uh, right. He didn't look like he was a good fit. So all of that stuff has changed, and it's all been a positive for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let me ask you this. Do you like that the way that the play-in stuff has played out? Because, you know, it does – I heard Charles Barkley talking about it um, after the uh, the Wolves didn't get in and says, man, look, how can you be the best team in your conference and not be a, a part of the uh, the in-season tournament? I, I, I get how they did this, um, although – I ultimately land with Charles because not all of the the way that they divvied it up with the games where they all created equally. It just 
I don't know. I, I want to see the best teams compete. You know, we talk about the, the college football playoff, and they say, oh, well, give us the best four. They haven't given us the best right. four in the, in the end season, right? Right. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think, obviously, that they, they're devising this because they've got, you know, TV contracts coming on the books, uh, you know, negotiations for those coming up uh, within the next few years here. So they're trying to find a way to drum up the value of these TV contracts. What I what I want to see happen with this eventually, and, and maybe, you know, you'll feel the same as we know expansion is coming up for the NBA in a few years. Uh, we don't know when it's going to happen, but it's probably going to happen. At that point, you'll have 32 teams. I would love to see just a straight up 32 team single elimination tournament. Mm. Um, you can't, you can't really do that with 30 teams. It, it's always going to be a little convoluted, yep. right? I'm trying to figure out how many, you know, the, the groupings and the margin of victory is, has been a little awkward. I think that's been the most awkward thing is the margin of victory tiebreaker mechanism. Yep. Cause it's, it's, it's been weird to see teams trying to really bury some other teams like Boston against Chicago that, that one night. Um, and just trying to figure out, like, I remember we trying to do the math for the Wolves. Like, well, if the Wolves win by by 18, they need Golden State to win by 13 or whatever it was against the Kings. So I think they need, I think they need some sort of better sort of tiebreaker mechanism, or you know, maybe even an expanded field where you take the 30 teams and the knockout round becomes a 16 team knockout round. And more of these teams that go three and one in the in the group play can make it in, and that way maybe you'll get you'll get Minnesota, you'll get you know some of these better teams that that are you know they just didn't maybe perform four and zero perfectly in the group stage of the tournament. So maybe they maybe they can do that next year, where it's you know the group play stage cuts the field in about half. Yep. And then you go from there, 16 teams onwards. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We're talking to Chris Hine from the Minneapolis Star Tribune, covers the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk, 830-WCCO. All right. So we talk, We touched on the uh, the in-season tournament. We touched on how they've surprised all of us. I did see some video earlier of Jaden McDaniels getting up some shots. Uh, what's the latest on how Jaden is doing and feeling and uh, one Anthony Edwards? Still uh, a little bit away for Jaden. Um, you know, he's been cleared to do individual activities. Um, the next step would be to be cleared to do team activities, and they're hoping that that happens. I think early next week. That's what Chris Finch said at practice yesterday. So I think you're still at least more uh, a few games at least away from from seeing Jaden McDaniel's back. Um, Anthony Edwards could play tomorrow night. He's listed as questionable. Uh, Finch said today that he's trending in the right direction. Um, he's missed two games with that hip injury, um, but you know it, it seems like he he could be giving it a go tomorrow night. So, Ant uh, Ant, I would expect back you know tomorrow if not Friday, and then but McDaniel's think you have to wait a little bit longer for that. Got you. Uh, the other news that broke earlier today or was it maybe last? I can't remember. But Chris Finch, Coach of the Month. Uh, your thoughts on just the way that he's navigated the first part of this season? Yeah, you know, this is this kind of comes with the territory of being the, you know, the, the Western Conference leaders. Uh, you start, you're going to start getting some of these accolades. Uh, just the third coach in Wolf's history to win a Coach of the Month award. Um, and I think one of the things that he's done well this season that I'm, you know, kind of writing about for tomorrow's paper is, I alluded to it earlier, is 
they look much more organized and, and well-run in late-game situations this year than they did a season ago. And uh, some of that is coaching and, and taking a look you know, at what they – at what they were doing wrong last year and, and improving on it this year. Uh, some of that is Mike Conley as well. Uh, he plays a big part in that. And it's kind of the communication and relationship between the two of them. Um, you know, Conley kind of being an extension of, of Finch on the floor in some of these situations. But they really did kind of reexamine and, and revamp how they want to operate in the final minutes of some of these close games. And they've added a little more variety into the way that they – it's the way that they operate the offense, some more sets, some variations off of the same set that, that Tommy was referring to. Um, and so they've been trying to mix it up a little more as opposed to really being heavy isolation with Ant, uh, which was kind of what their go-to late-game offense was, which is not the, the, the most efficient use of everybody's talents. So I think that's one real improvement in, in – thing that they've done this season is really amp up how they play in those situations and execute at a much higher level than they did a year ago. Who has been the most surprising team for you to start this year, whether it's good or bad? I mean, Indiana jumps out, and I think that's, the, that's a lot of people's consensus answer is Tyrese Halliburton seems to be really making a, a huge leap. I think, you know, if you're a Wolves fan, you're thankful somebody like that is in the Eastern Conference and not in the West. Um, in the West, I would say probably not a lot has surprised me. And even in the East, too, not, 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 a, not a ton of surprises there. I figured in the West that some of these teams that have some of the more veteran superstars, like the Phoenix, like the Clippers, like the Warriors, we're going to be going through it in the regular season here. And that's, I think that's kind of played out. Um, yeah, I think New Orleans has played some, some good ball. And, and as always, the wild card there is Zion. You know, I think New Orleans has a lot of really good players on the team. It's just a matter of can they have Zion be their, you know, the guy that kind of so- soaks up all the attention um, and enables everybody else to really perform at the peak of their powers. Um, so let's say Indiana and East, and, I, and I, I think I would keep an eye on New Orleans and the West so long as Zion is healthy. Yeah. Hey, Chris, man, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, I'll be looking forward to watching. Uh, hey, man, it's the Wimbanyana show tomorrow. Hopefully he plays. I know he had missed the game recently, but uh, Wimbanyana versus Rudy Gobert and the Spurs, who uh, will look to struggle this year. Hopefully uh, they'll at least make it somewhat competitive tomorrow against the Wolves. Yep, that should be a good one. All right, take care. We'll talk to him uh, Thanks, Henry. Later. Appreciate it. Yep, Christopher Hine from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Check out his fine work for the Strip. All right, Doug, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to headlines. That's next year on The Lake Show. All righty, let's dive into it. Welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. It's time for headlines. Christopher Tubbs, what's on the menu for, for tonight? Well, there's been a, a lot of uh, hullabaloo, I think is the official uh, term for what's been going on with the state flag. But we've also got a new state seal. The state emblems redesign commission has eliminated four of their finalists and has chosen one version of the seal and will move ahead with it. The seal is blue and bronze with an image of a loon taking a flight from a lake. The image was not only the commission's top pick, but also the public's with more than 3,000 comments submitted in support. Revisions to the design and possibly the wording on it are expected before a final version is agreed upon. The new state flag design 
is still being considered. The commission must choose from six finalists before submitting its recommendation to the legislature on January 1st. I, we saw the seals. We saw the options for the flag. Whatever. They're mid. They're They're mid. Yeah. I, I don't want this to come across as crass, but I feel like the, the whole state flag thing, it's been put together by clip art. Like, and I don't mean any disrespect, but they just look just so basic. Them. No, I mean, clip art, I mean, it was really challenging for me when I was a freshman in high school. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's just not, it's like, I, I know there's a story. Like, yeah. We talked about it for the last, I don't know how long. Yeah. But it's just, when I saw the stuff, I was kind of like, mm, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never. There was only one. Um, this the state seal I say does look cool. Like I, yeah, I no, the seals look the better seal than looks the flags. Really cool. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I I feel like the flags could be upped a little bit. Like give it a little bit more personality. Like I I don't know. They just they look so basic. And and I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we need to get the newest version of clip art. I don't know. Hey, there are uh, all different kinds of Airbnbs where you can stay, and some of them are specialized. But what better Airbnb for this time of year than to stay at Santa Claus's place? I know you're giving me that look like, but here it is. Airbnb is making it possible for one family to spend three nights at Santa's home in Rovaniemi, Finland. Hmm. According to the listing, you'll be able to help Santa at his official post office. You're going to love this. You're going to be able to sort through 30,000 letters a day. But the big thing is you get to sleep in the cabin, dine on finished food, and wear elf clothes, and it's a free stay. Oh, yes, elf clothes. Yes. Bookings open up on Monday at airbnb.com slash Santa. It's a free stay. That's the best thing about it. But you got to work, man. You got you to gotta open up them letters. Would you stay there if you had to open up 30,000 letters? Of course not. Okay. I want to be on vacation. I don't want to be doing work. See, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't. That's that's unpaid labor. I, I pass. Pa- <laughs> pass on that. Bring your daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She drives a harder bargain than I do. Hey, Jamie Foxx took the occasion of an acceptance and money to address his health crisis in April. The Oscar-winning actor made a surprise appearance at the Critics' Choice Association celebration of cinema and television, honoring Black, Latino, and AAPI achievements. Where he received the Vanguard Award for his performance in the film *The Burial*. This was his first major public event since he was hospitalized in Atlanta in April with an undisclosed medical condition. He received a standing ovation when he took the stage. Uh, I've been through something, and it's been some things. You know, it's crazy. I couldn't do that six months ago. I couldn't actually walk. Pausing as he became overwhelmed with emotion. I'm not a clone. I'm not a clone. I know a lot of people were saying I was cloned out there. <laughs> The star was referencing, at least we'll say he was referencing, his role in the Netflix project They Cloned Tyrone, which has resulted in some outlandish theories about his hospitalization. Now, in July, a visibly thinner fox released a video on social media addressing the speculation about his condition. Fox concluded his remarks on Monday night by acknowledging how far he's come in his recovery. Quote, six months ago, I couldn't fathom that this could happen or that I would be here. But as I walk up here to this microphone and get this Vanguard Award, all I can say is, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Yeah, man, he 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 went through a lot, man. And a lot of it, I don't think we'll ever know what all transpired for him because he's a very private individual. 
Um, but yeah, man, Jamie Foxx. I mean, people were people were speculating that he was being cloned, that he was actually being cloned, <laughs> and people are like, "What?" I know I was like, "What?" Stop it. I mean, so, some people believe it. If it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Hey, Tucker Carlson's top producer who left Fox News along with a far-right host to work his ex-show is accused of sexually assaulting a former colleague in an alleged incident that occurred more than a decade ago. Uh, Andrew Delensay, a former Fox News employee, filed a lawsuit against Justin Wells, the former executive producer of Tucker Carlson Tonight, accusing him of sexual assault and harassment in 2008. When uh, Delancey moved to New York for a job with Fox News affiliate video service, the lawsuit, which was filed Monday, uh, also names Fox News and its parent company, Fox Corporation, as defendants. Uh, We'll kind of skip through a lot of the uh, disturbing, shall we say, uh, details of it. But let's just say that the right wing network, they've been rife with lawsuits, including most recently from former producer Abby Grossberg who said the network fostered a deeply misogynistic workplace. Mm. Now, for ha- perhaps the uh, most high-profile results of sexual harassment lawsuit at Fox News were CEO Rogers Ailes resigning in 2016 and Bill O'Reilly being forced out in 2017 amid a cloud of harassment allegations against them both. Fox fired Carlson in April and canceled its program during the fallout from the $787 million lawsuit settlement between Fox News and Dominion Voting Systems. Yeah, man. Nothing's changed for Fox so far, right? Like, we'll see. Pony up the money. Yeah. All that line y'all was doing. I mean, if you What's look the at... the deal, y'all? It's, you know, it's their brand. Their brand. I will say that when you hear the, the details of this suit, mm-hmm. it just, it looks... It looks and sounds very disturbing. Mm. I, I didn't want to read those details. I, I wrote them down, but I didn't want to read them because they're just ones that I, just, I, I can't. Yeah, for me, I, I can't visualize like all of these happening. But when you're OK with this happening in the workplace, mm-hmm. like that's yeah, that's a problem when you are enabling all of this stuff to, to take place under your watch. And I mean, I guess that's. The problem you have with big corporations like that. Yeah. But it's just it's just dirty. Yeah. All right, coming up next, how did the Gophers look in their start to the season over the weekend falling to Ohio State? We'll talk to Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press about that next year on The Lake Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.